Welcome back, guys. A new episode of the Armchair Pilots, the most average podcast in all the land, hosted by two of the most average men you'll ever meet in your life. As you can probably guess so far from all the episodes, we know something about everything, but we know everything about absolutely nothing. Uh, guys, welcome back to a new episode. Myself, Fergal, and of course, Mr. Owen Dono Donnelly. Dono, how are you this week? Fantastic. How are you, my love? I am good. Did you register for your vaccine? I haven't yet. I don't think we're able to yet, are we? Oh, well, actually. Yeah, I see. When is it open this week? Oh, fuck. I'm a little bit behind the times, Virgil, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think the HSC one is open, uh, well, as of this episode going live yesterday, but the, the pharmacy shit was open, but I haven't bothered with that. I'll just wait until to do the HSC yeah. and just... Put me full of the good stuff. <laughs> Put me full of the good stuff. Get the Pfizer into me. I was a horse into me, Cynthia, yeah. 100%. We'll get the pints into us then. First the vaccine, then the pints, and then it's all a good time. I cannot wait, Virgil. We've been living for this moment for nearly a year and a half. Are you psyched? Because I am. I'm... Super excited, man. I'm super excited. Slowly, slowly creeping back to normality. Yeah. Slowly but surely. But sure, look, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's all going in the right direction. No That's more it. fucking downfalls and we'll be absolutely <laughs> sorted. All right. Okay. Just Hopefully fucking, yeah. let's keep on, keep on the pass. Keep on, keep, keep our trucking, some might say. So my missus actually, because we're talking about COVID, we're going to segue into our talking points first, right? right. They keep talking about this Delta variant on the radio. Oh. Okay? And Kelly pointed this out to me the other day. She was like, every time they say it, all she keeps thinking of is Loki and the variants, the time variants in the episode. <laughs> well, Fergal, that's very creative of you. That's very witty. I, I, like that. I like that little segment there, as you said. Yeah, it's fucking, yeah, it's really a lot for me, Fergal. What did you think of last week's episode? Well, firstly, obviously, guys, if you haven't seen Loki, you probably have no idea what we're talking about. In the show, they talk about time variants and time travel and all that jazz. Uh, but last episode, very good. Obviously, set it up for what we're going to get this week. Obviously, this week's episode has aired by the time this has gone out. So we're, we're a week behind. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm super confident that this week's episode was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I love your ability to be able to predict the future and all that. But I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to hop on this train that you're on, Virgil. I'm just going to agree with you. Fuck it. It's going to be a 10 out of 10 episode. It, like, it's just amazing. Like, fucking it's the best show. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen, actually. Let alone Marvel TV series. It just gets me so jacked. People get on fucking board because it's fantastic. All I'd say is I hope it lives up to WandaVision. Yeah. Ah, no, it will. It surely will. I, I don't think it can go by the leeway now or anything like that. It's 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 too good. It's too wholesome. It's too fucking... The characters are too charming. Everything else, everything about it, I... Okay, I've may, been able to maybe fault one episode so far, like, but other than that, it's been absolutely stupendous. So um, I'm delighted with it. So yeah, that's 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 that's, that's where my, my beliefs are. And it's they're not going to be changed anytime soon. Sure. While we're on the Marvel train... Of course, we have our first cinematic movie back since, what, this movie was supposed to come out May last year? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson solo movie. Yeah. Super excited. Looks like loads of fun. Yeah. I'm I'm buzzing. It's like, it just seems to be a perfect week, like, you know, everything is kind of coming. I've never realized how much stuff is going on now. Like, it's, it's almost COVID created this perfect storm for all these events just to line up in the summer. And it's like there's five or six different things you can watch in any given weekend. It's actually... It's not a bad situation to be in, like, you know? It's not, though. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on. Economy's coming back to normal. Marvel's coming back to normal. So we had Spider-Man came out in July 19. Yeah. It was supposed to be May 2020 then for Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And now it's May, J- July? <laughs> July 2021. <laughs> and we're about to get an influx of movies. You have, what, the Ten Rings movie in September? Yeah, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. And then you have Spider-Man at Christmas, and then you have Thor at the start of next year. Yeah, it's all kind of, it's just, as I said there, it's lining up in a perfect storm. It's, uh, 
it's, it's just going to come fast and tick for it. I hope you're better prepared because we're going to be on plenty of mandates now coming up over the next year. And uh, it's just going to be one of those things I'm going to eagerly anticipate because it, like fucking whatever about everything else. Tor just gets my juices flowing. What a handsome man. He's gorgeous. Look at him. Look, I just wish I had blonde, long hair like him. I think it's super, you know. Long, blonde hair. Well, the black, eye, the black eyebrows might give it away a little bit like that. has bleached or dyed or anything like that. But uh, pull it off. Do you not remember when I had my head completely bleached like M&M when I was a youngster? Y- you had a few different types of blonde, I did, blondes I did. going on. I went through a lot of different phases, didn't I? I tried Do you remember to... the blonde, black... <laughs> Do you remember the blonde block at the back of your head? Yeah, they called me the badger because I looked like at the end of a badger's tail. Um, it was actually a very funny story. <laughs> Fuck it, I didn't want to bring this up ever again. But thank you, Fergal. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I was asking, there was a, a lovely lady doing the hair downtown in Ennis, the old metropolis that it is. And um, you know, everyone went around and they got the tips of their hair, like the, like, I don't call it, it's, I call it the tips, but some people call it different things. Like, you know, it's a, what would you call it? Just, you know, when it's like kind of dotted all around your head, like, you know, it kind of gives you that kind of cool look like, like David Beckham or something like that back in the day. I never got it done, so I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, no. I don't <laughs> think it would have suited you now. Like, the strawberry cheesecake you would have looked like, but um, it's fucking... <laughs> um, this this lady, she, was, she wasn't she was Irish. She was from abroad. And unfortunately for her, she we just got mixed up in translation. And instead of doing tips all over my head, she managed to do the tip of my fucking hairline. So, um... Yeah, so I was going through, there's a few lads there in the background, and they were all kind of looking at me, and I was looking at her, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And um, she was like, oh, no, don't worry about it, this is a new style, it's just a, it's a new thing, it's, it's a new technique. And we were like, oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. And then as time went on and on and on, she wasn't exactly moving anywhere else apart from the back of my fucking head. I was like, oh, shit. What happened? Looked like a fucking badger looked like a disgrace and then the worst thing was that my mother went mental and she fucking tried to bleach it black the next day and it turned out fucking purple so yeah so it's just a, a, a complete roller coaster of emotions from start to finish and um i would not recommend it again make sure you know what you want if you're going in for any sort of a crazy hairdo or anything like that like you know because don't be a fucking complete incom- incompetent arsehole like myself so uh yeah sorry about that for if i kind of veered off a little bit of a, a track there but <laughs> Great story, Don. It was a fashionable hairdo. You, everyone remembers it. Yep. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. It, it, it did its goal, really. <laughs> uh, while we're on the movie buzz as well, new movie this week was Chris Pratt's movie, The Tomorrow War, on Amazon Prime. Did you watch it, or are you going to watch it? You're going to have to educate me a little bit about this, Fergal, now, because I haven't seen anything advertised for it yet. Go on. Give it to me. There's been loads advertised for it. It's about... Premise of the movie is Chris Pratt lives in, I think, the modern day or 2021, 2022. They get transported 30 years in the future to fight a war. Right. Against aliens that are killing their planet. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's very noble. Sounds noble so far. Not going to give any spoilers, especially if you haven't seen it. I thought it was a very thoroughly enjoyable movie. Uh, It's kind of about aliens and futuristic stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's kind of of believable. You have a bit of a soft spot for Chris Pratt, though, don't you? Everyone does, man. He's fucking hilarious. He is hilarious. He's a good guy. I'd love to meet him for a pint as well. Jesus, I say he's some crack. Would you reckon, give it out? Give me a rate now to send for Come on, give it line it up for me because I love all this shit. I love the sci-fi shit. Probably like a seven. A seven. That's a solid. That's a respectable score. Uh, as me and Pa watched it the other day, we said, watched it. Never watch it again, but would recommend it. All right. Okay. If you're just looking for a mindless action movie, this is the one. It's intense from the start to go. Do you think it's Definitely. something that the ladies will enjoy? Well, Kelly watched it. She said it was good. Okay, okay. We're on to a good track here. We might, I might coax April into it as well. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we'll drift on to the sports. Right. Before we get to the dramatic one that highly incensed us and, you know... I'm raging. 
we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'm we'll actually get getting angry it. thinking about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll start off with the Euros. Is it coming home? It's coming home. Fergal, it's coming home. Is my dark horse from pre-tournament? I know they were there, thereabouts tournament favourites, like definitely in the top five. But uh, it just seems to be like that. Once again, everything is lining up for them. They have a handy side of the draw. Now, look, Denmark are nothing to be sniffed after, sniffed at even. They're being driven on by the loss of their that traumatic injury to Christian Eriksen as well, of course. So um, there's a bit of pride in like, doing it for him type of a job, if you get me. But yeah. I just think that England are... They're they're the business like they have a uh, paper paper you'd back England. Yeah, you would definitely. And like it's just see it all depends on the manager. The manager is their one downfall, and I just don't know what he's liable to do on the day. His tactic What do you mean he's their downfall? I think he's phenomenal. Oh, I don't know. I'm kind of very on defence. Like he's he has a plethora of talent there. And it just seems to be like like Obviously, I well, it's probably the reason I'm not, I'm not the England manager, but I'd pick a different team half the time, like you know. But uh, <laughs> he seems to be getting the results. But if they gave Grealish from the start, I just I just think that that man can create anything. And I didn't rate him pre-tournament, but I'm beginning to follow him a bit now, and I'd love to see him line out for Chelsea next season. But dreams can be dreams. I think he could be City bound if anything. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we've watched Drive to Survive, so as you know. <laughs> We're F1 experts, and we regularly know about the front right drive shaft. <laughs> oh, you're onto the right now. I thought it was left. I can't remember. I can't even remember. It was so many races ago, I can't. I've forgotten the drive shaft, but went wrong. Well, our boy, uh, our boy Charles Leclerc, fucking, he did great last weekend, didn't he? I'm not sure where he finished. Oh, all I know is Verstappen won again. Yeah, he's... I think he's going to run. I think he's going to run away with the individual one, but the uh, the constructors. One is going to be a good race, I think. Yeah, but like what? I don't get these teams like like Mercedes. Yeah, have the best car of the last decade, give or take. Okay, give or take a few years. Um, they they changed it. Like, why do they change something that's not broken? It just seems to be kind of strange, and then it's kind of almost fucked their season because Red Bull has obviously made some improvements trying to catch up with them, and there it just seems to be seems to be kind of a non-event almost this year. Last three in a row, Verstappen has won. Like, so it's just it's mad. What do you think? Uh, like again, we've only watched Drive to Survive, so I'm not a <laughs> massive expert on it. I'm trying to pass it up. <laughs> I, de- uh, I definitely get the vibe from the sport that if you're not trying to innovate, you're just going to get left behind. Yeah, and if you, if you're not even like, as you said, it's not broke, don't fix it. But everyone else is trying to make a better car and be better than their car. So I feel like if you're not trying to make your own car better, you will just get left behind. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's still loads of races left anyway for Mercedes to put it back. Ah, uh, yeah, but like it just seems to be if it's another two or three in the bag for first happen, and you can almost close the curtains type of thing. So not really, like, cause, like when you finish first, you get twenty six points. When you finish second, you get eighteen. Yeah, but even at that, like you'd kind of want your two teams to be kind of finishing high in every race, like, and then like there's been a couple of races races where Bottas has finished completely outside the points, even. So it's just, um, yeah, it's just interesting. It's mad. I fucking love it. I never thought I'd say that, like, but it's it, yeah. it's it, it, it's very very f- uh, fun thing to watch, like, you know. And it's it just always kind of seems to line up perfectly with the GA because you have the F one, and then like two minutes later the GA starting. So it's just like it's just yeah. it's just kind of a train of a sport. And Sundays it, are great. Well, this Sunday this Sunday coming will be great. You'll have the Euros final. I think you'll have the F one. Again, is on in Austria, I think, and then you'll have a good weekend of Gad then as well. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's it's a uh, sorry for talking about sports so much, ladies and gents, but like, it's just it's, it just seems to be a pivotal pivotal point of the summer, really, doesn't it? So pivotal point. Yeah. And this is all before the Olympics happens and before the Premier League season kicks off again. Oh, I can't. Jeez, it's going to be a great summer. I can't wait for the javelin. <laughs> And by, by Christ above, we'll, we'll be at the end of the hurling, champ, uh, hurling football championship as well. Oh, God, you said hurling has made me more angry as well now. <laughs> 
I suppose we'll discuss about the hurling. Of course, the Munster Championship, uh, the hurling was on this weekend, was probably the focus point. Uh, Galway got caught sleeping. Dublin bet them. You had, I think Kilkenny took Wexford to extra time and then absolutely kind of hockey them kind of an extra time, yeah, I think. kind of fell apart, really, didn't they? It did, yeah. Uh, I didn't see the Cork or Limerick game or the highlights, but apparently Cork played phenomenal. Limerick were in second gear and still won. Oh. By eight points. They're a scary team, like... They're, yeah. fucking, they're just Absolute so fit. Yeah, it's just fucking crazy. So skillful, so fit, so strong, so fast. Like, it's just everything you need to be a good fucking athlete in Hurling. And yeah. they seem to be just poles ahead of everyone else, really, again. You can almost call them kind of like a Dublin <laughs> at the moment. Like, they're just kind of... I can't imagine. I wouldn't back against them anyway this year, so... No, I think they'll make light work temporary if Well, if they get going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we had the devastating Clare game. We ended up losing by four points. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. What did you think? Very frustrating. Yeah, this is the only way to describe it. Like, I just don't... Like, I understand why they implemented this new rule and everything, like, you know, but if... It, like, I'm sure you watched the feed, the, the, the commentary after the game and everything like that, like, or even during the game. It's a shambles. Like, there was three defenders covering him, let alone the defender fucking tackling him and gave away the fucking free, like, you know? Yeah. He's on the fucking sideline within the 21-yard line. Sure, the rules are the rules, but a fucking blind man could see that it wasn't a penalty or it wasn't a goal-scoring opportunity. Like, it's like, there was a brilliant picture online. I don't know if you've seen this, Virgil, actually. But I haven't seen it. In Google Maps. Have you seen this? No? No, you were telling me about it, though. <laughs> if, where the free was given away, or the penalty even, He's closer to the fucking road outside the stadium than he is the goal. So, like, it's just, it just, it's shocking. There's uproar about it. And it's just, it's complete. It changed the game, didn't it? It did, because we were down a man then for a while. Tip, I think, eventually pushed on and went up. I think they were up nine points at one stage. Yeah. After that. It's fucking crazy. Like, it's just. And then, obviously, on top of that, then as well, we we only scored two points in that. I think they scored 2 4. And uh, obviously the tip second goal as well. It was a bit of a howler. Yeah. Third goal, sorry, even. And then obviously we had the penalty that wasn't given then as well at the end. Yeah. Which I don't understand how it was a penalty. Yeah, how... Like he was pulled down before the ball got to him. He still got the ball and then he was refouled again. Yeah. The tip defender wasn't even looking at the ball. Like he just dragged yeah. him down. It was essentially a rugby tackle for lack of a better phrase. Like it was just yeah. like the referee really won the match with Tipperary. And look, don't get me wrong. Tipperary on paper and in reality are a better team than Clare. But Clare had the beating of him last weekend and it was just fucking, it was shocking. They were kind of cut off from the knees and every other outside influence kind of fucked him over. The booing at the end of the match was so telling. Like, you don't really often see that in a GA match. Like, yeah. It was just... It's not the first time we've been robbed against Tipperary. Must I remind you of the 21 Munster final? <laughs> well, it won't be the last time either from all the cards. Like, so it's just... <laughs> it's That's true. Fucking bastards. But, um, but look, hopefully we can make a run in the back door and... Uh, Come through that. Yeah, please God. <laughs> uh, Probably. On a lighter note, I suppose something positive. Mm. Uh, do you see the two boys from Kulak who walked from Kulak to uh, Eclipse of Moher? Uh, I think it was 260 kilometers they walked with no training. They just went and did it to raise money for charity. I think a special needs school up in Dublin somewhere. Oh my God. Fair play to them boys. Yeah, fucking fair play. I know mm. my, I'd be, my, my trousers would be burnt like from the chafing. Like I just, <laughs> like I would not be able to do that. The blisters, I can only imagine them. Fuck that. Yeah, like, it's tough going now. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Like, I tell you, I wouldn't be doing it at this age. No, no, definitely not. And, like I'd, I'd want to be carried or like I'd be, I'd be type of lad now to hop in a taxi to get like, a quick, quick, um, well no one's looking and just jump out of the bushes halfway down the road like just just, just, just to see and seek all what the was glory that? Actually, what was that did you ever watch my wife and kids yeah, yeah. Damon Wayans where he puts on the bet with the missus about uh, running the marathon and he ends up getting the taxi to the last 
400 last 100 metres or something and ends up beating her yeah 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 oh he was in the bad books that night yeah, what yeah, a yeah. Fergal what a shout great show back in the day <laughs> Great show, Gaston. Trouble TV, do you remember that? Oh, stop. Every every teenager's, every 90s teenager's uh, dream, really, wasn't it? Like, Save by the Bell. Was Save by the Bell on it? No. Hang Time. Hang Time. I think Sa- Hang Time was on. Save on the Bell was on it for a while. Yeah. Fresh Prince, obviously. Um, Fresh Prince. Yeah, Jesus. The glory days, as some might say. <laughs> the glory days. Uh, the last, I suppose, hot gossip topic. Love Island, Dono. Has it piqued your interest? Are you loving this mind-numbing TV? Oh, Jesus. I had such high hopes for it. I really did. But everyone on the show this year, bar Hugo, is a complete bellend. The girls are terrible. The boys are terrible. There's no crack. It's just... Um, I have I have high hopes because people are coming in and kind of mixing it up like as as the days are going along. Like, and there's going to be some drama this evening. But... Uh, it's 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 one of those things that I'll watch no matter what, like because I kind of just it's car crash television. What do you think of it so far? Uh, I don't mind it. Some of them have grown on me. Yeah, who do you uh, like? Who's your favorite girl? And who's your favorite guy? So as of recording, this is Tuesday. As of Monday, I was enjoying Aaron and Sharon. I hate that. I hate the name rhyming shit. I said to April, I was like, every time they say Aaron and Sharon, it just drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't know uh, why. Pet peeve. I thought I enjoyed your one fate at the start. I'm getting kind of put off of her. Not mad on her anymore. She's a, bit she's, of, not... yeah, she's a bit of a see you next Tuesday, isn't she? It just seems like a bit of a moan bag, right? Yeah. Uh, Liberty's growing on me. I'm enjoying her. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, pain the hole. Um, uh, what's his name? Is it Brad? The Geordie fella? A tick as two ditches. I feel like he... I feel like he is just... He just... I just feel like he got to the last stage of qualifying for Geordie Shore and didn't make it. Yeah, he's just... <laughs> threw him onto this. He's very pretty if you look at him like, you know, but there, I, yeah, he there is. isn't a brain cell in between those ears. It's just it's just not... No, I, I have no time for that. Like, he kind of always kind of looking dumbfounded into the distance type of thing. Very boring as well. Gorgeous, but boring. Um, yeah. I like Kaz. You're what? Kaz, I don't mind her, yeah? yeah. She's witty. She's a bit of banter about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her... Uh, your one Sharon, I wasn't mad at the start, just her entrance, you know, I'm from Oxford. Oh, Jesus, yeah. yeah. But then she's growing to me now, I think she's grand. Yeah. Mind her. I like Hugo, I like Hugo. I think he, I think he's great, like, he's a bit, he's a bit more down-to-earth type of a thing, like, he's not the muscle-bound hero that everyone else seems to be, and he's just a... Uh... You know he has a club foot? Does he really? Yeah, I think, it, I saw an article somewhere, he's the first person with a disability to go into the villa ever or oh, something like that. I'm rooting for him now even more. Mm. Um, yeah, no, he's a cool guy, I like him. I think we'd be friends on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't mind your man Liam, seems cool out. Which one's I Liam? feel like he's, uh, he's the tall Welsh fella that came in with Chugs. Oh yeah, he's like a skinny version of me. Very handsome. That's it, yeah. that's it, yeah. that's it. If only you were six foot, <laughs> what is he, six six or something like that? I'm six foot. Uh I do not believe that he is 21, though. I think he's lying. I think he's doing a, what, a Nadine Coyle. Yeah. Nadine Coyle. He's lying about his date of birth. He's definitely 47. Like, he's just, he's like, he's, he could not be 21. That lad hasn't been asked for ID in 12 years. No. No, no way. He was buying drink when he was 14. Absolutely. Absolutely. And strolling in and out with confidence that has been near, near, um, hard to rival even, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, but yeah, no, look. They're there, thereabouts. Like, they're not great. I just need some more drama, like, out of them. You know, a bit more banter, a bit more fucking acting a maggot. Like, just, man, they need... Uh, they need. Firstly, I think they need an Irish person in there. Secondly, just... <laughs> it just really just beckons just the... 
fucking stuff Maura Higgins did when she was inside her man. Yeah, she's a lunatic. Fair play to her. came in, every girl hated her. Oh, I don't know. They're like, who is this one coming in? Like, she's Irish. She's supposed to be representing. And then she, I, I thought she was brilliant off the bat. Yeah. And then everyone loved her at the end. Like, like the two, made the show. The two famous words, Fanny Flutters. Like, <laughs> what a legend! Like, you know, she and the way she, the way she was able to stand up for herself when your man was acting the prick. Like, yeah. the fair, like balls in that girl. Like, so fucking. Um, yeah, they need a bit. They need a bit of Irish charm in there. One hundred percent. I'm on board with you there. Obviously, Greg O'Shea then came in with his charm and his wit and his. Yeah, he was glorious, and he ended up winning as well. Uh, so overall, Dono, yeah or nay so far in Love Island? Um, I'm going to say nay for the time being, but with hope for improvement. I would probably be the same. I'm not overly impressed so far, but yeah. I'll continue to watch. Yeah, yeah. Hope for the best. We're, we're hooked now, Fergal. There's nothing we can do about it. Uh, I suppose we'll get on to our topic that we're discussing this week. Uh, this week's episode is based around... What's the title of the episode, Dono? We're basically going... Why do you always forget the titles of the episode? Why can't you remember it? It's like... Because you're the innovator. You're the, the creative one behind <laughs> oh, the scenes. Right, okay. Well, Fergal, I think we're both equally creative. Don't don't ever sell yourself short, all right? But um, look, just to kind of segue into that, I'm wearing a green T-shirt for one reason, one reason only. It's Ireland in a nutshell. This is all things Ireland, ladies and gentlemen. All the little quirks of society, all the things that we get that not really that the rest of the world would have a clue that goes on, but are just kind of common realities of everyday life. Like, you know, it's just kind of phrases, a bit of banter, a bit of a idiosyncrasies, everything. You know, it's just fucking, it's just what makes us tick as a whole country, like, you know? So I can't really, I can't really sell it much more than that, Fergal, but, uh, what do you reckon? Uh, do you have any any anything to start us off? Like, on a, do we we've a list of things made out here? I know ourselves, like, but look, we've pulled things across from the internet that were nodded and agreed and yeah. shaked and did a bit of research on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I saw one. I think it was Love and Dali. Sure, this is it. It's a secret way, apparently, of ending a conversation in Ireland. Absolutely. Do you ever be put in that conversation and it just goes on and on and on and just to get out of a hole, you're just like, Ah, sure, look, sure, this is it. <laughs> It's like you meet someone you know, but you don't know them really well. But you want to be polite and say hello and ask them how they're keeping and how they're doing. Yeah. And then eventually you can just feel the conversation drying out. And you sure, sure, look, this is it now. <laughs> Mind yourself, we'll see in a bit. Absolutely. And you just kind of potter along. It's like we're just too nervous or too shy to kind of end the conversation. Like we just want to be polite, but like at the same time tell them to fuck off in the same sentence. Like you know, but yeah. sure, this is this is the perfect way to say it. <laughs> sure, this is it. <laughs> This is it. Well, look, thanks for coming down. It was great seeing you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell them what I was asking for. One thing that I thought of, Fergal, was basically how the Late Late Toy Show, the annual Christmas festivity for what it is, is basically a religion in Ireland. What is it normally? The first Friday in November? Or is it the first Friday in December? As it used to be into December, like, you know, but they pushed it back and pushed it back and pushed it back. Commercialism and all that type of crack. But um, look, the Late Late Toy Show, Fergal, it's, it's a dynasty. It's fucking unbelievable i watch it every single year myself and herself we get dressed up in our pajamas and we get a big we well we don't have to fry on but we get a heap of, we get a heap of snacks in and everything like that and maybe a few cans of beer maybe a glass of wine or two and just like revel in the complete utter magic that it is you surely watch it i was going to say down something controversial i don't really watch it man you sure? i don't think i've watched it probably since i was a child i don't think i've watched it since i was probably 10 or 11 oh my god Virgil, you're just you're about to cause a civil war i think <laughs> Like, honestly, I don't watch it, and I, I nearly get really annoyed every year as well. I should probably just watch it, and I... Like, the week after it, 
Mm. You just see the memes. There's just constant memes everywhere, all over social media, in relation to something that some child did in the show. Yeah, like I, I love watching it basically for that as well to create an all meme or try to get a board like and then getting the all clicks because I'm an absolute whore for shit like that. Um, like and subscribe by the way, people. And uh, uh, yeah, no, it's 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 quality. It's absolute quality. It's 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 one of those things I just love. And Fergal, you'll be watching it this year. I'm going to make sure of that because I'm sure we'll have a complete episode completely. Dedicated to the toy show. Yeah, one hundred percent. My next one then is on Irish people. Whenever we're on the phone to each other, repeatedly saying goodbye. <laughs> go on, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Bye, 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 go on, go on, go on, go on. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Talk to you. Wait, 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 No, go on, go on, go on. It's like it's the same thing as kind of sure this is it. It's kind of just telling someone to shut the fuck up, like you know, get away from me. Like, yeah, if you heard, what trying to cut you off from saying something? Yeah, one hundred percent. Bye, 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 bye. Trying to just get someone's trying to get the last word in, and you have absolutely no interest in their conversation whatsoever. Like that must look so strange to a tourist. Like, 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 why does everyone in Ireland have Tourette's syndrome when they're just hanging up the phone and they just don't have it? Like the second that it's not up, like you know, like it's just um. Yeah, I think it's a quality little bit of Irish society. Whenever I see it, I just have to laugh and chuckle. Like, I've another one on top of that as well that was picked up. There's a new girl that started in work and she's from South Africa. And she pointed out, well, actually, we were making fun of one of the girls in work because she quite commonly does this. Do you know, saying words when they're inhaling? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I get you, I get you. <laughs> um... She was asking, why do Irish people do that? <laughs> I don't know. We're just so fucking strange, really, aren't we? Like, it's just um... just like we're focused on Jimmy Carr's laugh. Everything has to be done inhaling. <laughs> Very good, Fergal. Very good. <laughs> um, yeah. So my next one, Fergal, is the word "stop." It basically means no. Carry on. Keep going. Do you know, it's just it's just in 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 general conversation. It just it's just fuck it. It just means the opposite of what it means. <laughs> For lack of a better phrase, I'm sorry. Ash, um, ah, stop. Give me the gossip light, you know? Uh, I was going to say, it's just like tone in Irish culture, man. Yeah, absolutely. Ash, ah, stop, yeah. ah, stop. No, no. Would stop you... telling me that story, no. Would you stop the lights? Like, what does that mean to a foreigner? Like, honestly, like, what does that mean? Stop the lights. Like, wh- where do we even come up with these things? It's just, ah, oh, fuck it. It's just... Do you know what's after popping into my head with that? What? Do you remember the old, the German YouTube video? Your man asking anyone, why is she the party pooper? Why is she pooping at the party? <laughs> I don't Like, there was people I... there and she pooped at the party. Well, I tell you what. You must remember this video. <laughs> no, I don't, but I love the accent. I love it. It's very sexual. Donald, man, you definitely, if I feel like if you watch this YouTube video, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Man. It's a German guy. He's sitting in his car recording a video. And he's talking about a work colleague at a party, and he wants to know why they keep calling her a party pooper, and why is she pooping at the party? <laughs> For, I'm sorry. Send it to me after the show anyways, and we'll have a good old giggle, I suppose. Oh my no. god. There's the first poll of the week anyway. Have you seen the party pooper video? I think this first poll of the week, Fergal, is going to be, do you or do you not watch the Late Late Show, and are you a heathen like yourself? And then we we'll do oh, the I second am... poll of the week, okay? The party I'm pooper. going to be skated for that one, yeah. I'd say. I'm going to make sure I create many memeable contents about you, <laughs> because you're an absolute <laughs> scoundrel for that, Fergal. That's exactly what you were. So fucking... What's next on our list? So this is... I think this is a big country thing. I think not an awful lot of people... Well, some people in Dublin probably do it, but I don't think it's as mass. Pausing and reflecting 
six o'clock Angeles. <laughs> yeah, it's so strange. Like, does anybody else in the world get that? Like, it's just like the news has to be on at one minute past six in the evening. So we six can, one news. Yeah, exactly. Just so we can fucking listen to a few bells ringing in a church. Um, and a- and a montage around the country. Yeah, and I just loved it. I loved There's nothing better than just seeing someone sitting down, carrying out a task, maybe potting something in the garden and then just looking up at the church and just reflecting and taking a minute for themselves. Because, like, I've never done that once in my fucking life. <laughs> I don't know about you. Do you? I've definitely done it. I do kind of, like, I kind of pause for a second. If I hear the Angelus bell, I do kind of pause. Yeah. I don't. Th- I don't think I take the full minute anymore. But I'm like, oh Jesus, there's the Angelus. You need to be quiet. Oh, uh... <laughs> For fuck's sake! <laughs> oh Lord above in heaven. Um, it definitely. When I was younger, I think my parents definitely made, or my grandparents probably made me if they were there. The Angelus needs to be quiet now and say, say the Angelus there now. Oh, what a Ned. you have a minute to say the whole thing. What a quirky little world. Um, the famous question, Fergal. If you're ringing someone from abroad, what do you ask them? What time is it where where you are? <laughs> what time is it where you are? Yeah, I don't know. I, why, like, it's just one of those things, really, isn't it? Like, it's just we're obsessed with time. We're obsessed with the weather. And fucking, uh, I, I, like, whenever I'm talking to an Arab buddies in Australia or Canada, and I've been talking to them recently, it's the first question I ask them to kind of break yeah. the ice. And I don't know why. It's nothing that I've ever thought about. It, nothing that I really care about. But it's just like, Jesus, what time is it where you are? It's five o'clock in the morning. Sure, three o'clock in the afternoon here. You're a lunatic, you are. Do you know, like, it's, it's just like, like, why, why do we need to ask these questions, Virgil? What is wrong with us? Like, are we just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, I a, think it's just our way, again, like, back to the earlier stuff. Is it just the Irish culture way of breaking the ice? <laughs> yeah. We're an awful awkward bunch, really, aren't we? I never really thought about it much until right now, but it seems to be. So it's just like, when we ring them, it's like, we're going to the pub at 8pm tonight. Will you go to the pub around then? No, it's 8am in the morning over here. All oh, right, right, right. Mm, right. Yeah, yeah, but that's um, that's basically that. <laughs> I don't really have much more to say about it, apart from that we're just a strange bunch of creatures and cretins. Like, but what's, what's, what's next for us, Virgil? Uh, this is probably a quick one we're going to blow past, but the Gareth Gate, Gareth Brooks, Gareth Gates, Gareth Brooks scandal about his, con- his concert being cancelled and having five nights and... The Crow Park scandal that it was. Well, I suppose we touched on it before recent previously. In a, we did, in a we did. I think I, I think we'll swish past that one now because it brought out a side to you, Fergal, that I don't want to see ever again. I was kind of actually quite man. scared. <laughs> I was, I was, was looking forward to that, man. I had high hopes for that concert. Well, look, we'll keep on the musical side of things. I also, anyways, like, and we're basically just going to say that we had the audacity to send a stuffed turkey to the Eurovision as our representative there one year, and we got scalded across Europe because no one from Europe understood but yes Dustin the Turkey is a living legend in this country yeah like you, like, you have great memories of Dustin growing up surely I do yeah obviously everyone remembers the Den man Saki and Dustin and all that crack and zig and zag yeah but like can you understand why like people in Europe were fucking raging that we sent us I don't think people in Europe were I think Irish people were furious because like we have such a successful history in Eurovision and we sent a fucking stuffed turkey oh I thought it was like I thought we were doing so shit in Eurovision ever since then because like fucking we haven't been getting any even qualifying for the final because no one's voting for us like you know because I thought it was because we were taking the piss out of Eurovision I think the last big year we had was probably Mickey Joe Hart I actually That's the last the last time I remember there being a buzz about Eurovision. We've got the world tonight is on my new playlist that I listen to on the way to work. And like if anyone saw me parked down in like the fucking road at a traffic light or anything like that and the window was down, 
like I'd be blaring it and I'd be belting yeah. it out like you know it's so cringe but yet it's such a fucking tune like I just need yeah. I need someone to do it like a dubstep remix to that like to just make my life complete I do remember there was such a buzz when he was going to Eurovision yeah sure. and I remember after he went to the Eurovision the joke going around was Mickey Mickey Hart was caught speeding he'll do anything for 12 points jeez <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that all he got <laughs> No, because I think 12 points was the highest, oh, was the highest amount you can get, isn't it? I'm sorry, Jesper, that's very witty, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I think he finished in the, the bottom quarter that year, but I, like, I remember his song was everywhere at that time. What a tune. What an absolute tune. Um, Fergal, I tell you what, we must write a song now one day and apply for the Eurovision, because I think we get away with it. Well, look, they sent stuffed turkey, as we said. Like. Yeah, we should look. It can't get much lower than that, or maybe it would <laughs> if we actually sent ourselves like butcher fucking. Next one we have is... What's a sign of real friendship in Ireland? Taking the piss out of each other. Insulting each other, yeah. surely. It's fucking insulting each other. Yeah, look at us, Fergal, the two of us taking the piss out of each other the whole time. Yet our love could never be stronger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I suppose one of the lads that texted me said, uh, obviously Darren O'Neill won the, the Co-Pilot Chronicles. One of the lads said that uh, one of the disappointing things, he could only give it an 8 out of 10 because he never heard Darren call either of us a fool. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> You're a fool. <laughs> yeah, there was literally a decade there where you couldn't have a conversation with Dar- without Darren calling you a fool. Or actually, his <laughs> other favourite, a fool's arse, even. So, um, <laughs> I don't know where that even came from at all. You fool's arse. Would you get away? Um, yeah, like fucking, I did, if you, you're basically a dry shite in Ireland if you can't handle the banter and handle the crack. Like, yeah. if you go to any pub and sit around with a group of friends, the whole evening is essentially taking the piss out of each other or gossiping about other friends that aren't there. So, like, you have to be able to handle this shit, like, you know, and, like, basically, people will come and grow as you're growing up and your friends like that and the people who aren't able for it, they normally flutter off, like, you know, <laughs> the, the, the friends stay strong, but, yeah, the friends, like, if anyone from abroad was even thinking, they were like, do all these fuckers hate each other or what's going on? But, uh, yeah. no, no. Do, they, do other cultures do what you think? No, I don't think so. <laughs> No, I think I think that we're just cruel, a cruel bunch of men and women. But um, uh, look, it's a, it's a, it's a sign of endearment, really, isn't it? Oh, it really is. Yeah, like if you're not insulting me. Do you really love me, Donald? Yeah, like Fergal, you're nothing but an old bastard. You are, you know that. That's me. That's essentially me giving you a big hug. You know, so <laughs> Fergal, I tell you what, I'm going to pick now. Okay, it's it's basically this strange tradition that happens every Halloween. All right, and I don't think this happens abroad. I'm actually fairly confident it doesn't happen abroad. But for some reason, we seem to bake cakes or loaves. Um, I actually don't know what they are. They're probably a, a loaf cake. Um, and I feel like I'm going to butcher the name. Yeah. And is, it, is it a boring brack? A boring brack, yeah. And fucking, what do we put into the middle of it? A ring. Like. And then you eat a slice of bread. Oh, Jesus, I got the ring. I got the ring. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm like so delighted with myself. Like, you know, what a, what a fucking quirky little thing in society. Like, like. Did you? I, and to be honest with you, I was mad to get the ring now when I was fucking when I was growing up. I was pure jealous. Whoever, everyone else seemed to get it apart from me. Might be an innuendo there, but um, look, it is what it is. <laughs> I, I never really ate the bread, so I was never didn't really care about the no, ring. It's fucking manky. Like it, like it, do they still do it? No, I think I think Barry and Brack. Yeah, they do, of course, they do, of course. But I think like in the forties, fifties, and sixties, where there's like. I don't know, like fucking poverty and fucking like lower class of life, even that it was brought kind of brought up like as, as this treat because they literally had nothing else. So, um, boring brack must have been a staple back in the day, but yeah, no, we've 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 aged since then, like you know. 
Yeah, no, I don't like. I don't it. think I've had. I don't think I've. Well, I don't. I don't think I ever really ate the bread. So no, no, I think I it, never had. I never had much much nostalgia with the ring. No, my grandmother loves it, and she's the whole time buttering it, and I'm just like, oh Jesus, get away from me, get away from me, you weird woman. Yeah, that's that's about it on boring break. I'm afraid. Well, my next one that I have now is. Oh, I'm gonna get slaved again for this one. It's another controversial one on my end. Uh, but it's a common war that rages throughout the country. Absolutely. Right? It's probably bigger than the civil war we had back in the 20s and all that. Um, do you drink Lion's Tea or Barry's Tea? Okay, Fergal. Now, this is actually going to affect our friendship now, but the way you answer this question, okay? I drink Lion's Tea, and Lion's Tea is the only tea that should be drank in this country. What tea do you drink? No, no, I don't drink tea. Okay, now you should be doubly ashamed of yourself, okay? <laughs> you be, what is wrong with you? you don't I'm drink- going to get hammered this week, man. You don't drink tea? I don't drink tea, no. I, I only started drinking coffee probably in the last year, two years. God, I'd say I'd have three cups of tea a day. No, don't touch the stuff. Fuck off, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, well, look. Basically, since you, since you can't really comment on this, Virgil, um, Barry's tea and Lion's tea is basically... As you said, it's like a civil war. It's very personal, very passionate people. Um, Barry C is generally the south of the country, and um, the rest, like every other normal person in this country, drinks Lion C. I just, I just, I just can't, I can't even begin to like. If you drink Barry C, you're basically probably not my friend. <laughs> but I love you, anyways. Don't worry, folks. Yeah, don't you break a family in Cork? I do. Yeah. Do they drink Barry C? They probably do. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Barry's used. to Sponsor the Cork Hurling team. Yeah, no. I think I would always associate Barry's team with County Cork. Yeah, they're, they're they're cut from the will now. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially that. <laughs> okay, so look, can you? <laughs> this is actually a very funny one. What can you give me a valid reason why your parents might have to get away like with killing you if it was in the court of law and the judge? If the judge heard one thing, what would it be? Did they leave the immersion on? Oh, you know damn right they left the immersion on. It is under <laughs> penalty of death. You would not leave the immersion on in this country. <laughs> and like, oh, you hear the roars, man. Oh, I'm watching telly. Yeah. Why is there fucking immersion on again? Do you know how much that's going to cost me next month, you little shit? Yeah, that's basically my childhood in it. That's my childhood in a nutshell. I was an awful dopey cunt. Yeah, but have like what? summer holidays you used to get it the whole time. Like, you might turn on the hot water in the morning so you could have a shower at some point during the day and then come home from work in the evening and you're getting a fucking scolding. Scolding, that's exactly it. Like, and not from the immersion water, or the water from the immersion, but uh, it's um, it's one of those things that, like, throughout, around the world, it's left on. You know, it's just, it's just like, one of these nonsensical things that is never really turned off. But, like, in Ireland, it's just this phenomenon, <laughs> basically. If you, turn, if, you turn, if you leave the immersion on for too long, you know, the East people, just think about it. Through the roof. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Colossal. Absolutely. Colossal. Just can't deal with it, like, you know? Uh, moving on from the immersion. This is one now that, again, it's a common thing. I always heard it in older people in Ireland. I don't think our generation really says it. I don't think my parents really said it. My grandparents definitely said it. Putting the messages in the press. Oh, my God. I, I say that all the time. Do you? I do, yeah. Or I have to go out and get a few messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, do you understand where that came from? Do you, no. you ever hear about that? So the messages, okay, when there was no phones and no nothing like that, I was actually told this story about a couple of weeks ago, and I was actually amazed by it. But listen, there, 
the messages, the whole thing about that is that when you'd go down to the messages, it was generally a shop, like a convenience shop. And people would actually leave messages for you at the shop when you were going to get your groceries. So when you were going to get your groceries, say if Paddy was saying, oh, I'll meet you for a pint at 8 o'clock, he would have left a message for you because he would have known that that's the one shop in the village that you're going to go to. And you're going to go there some stage today. So you'd get a message along with your groceries. And then that's how, that's how people were able to connect. It was like the first form of text messages in Ireland. Like, initiative. Spades of it right there. When did that die out, though? Uh, basically, when, when phones came yeah, common, yeah, I suppose. Basically, people were able to ring each other and text each other and stuff yeah, like that. Like, you know? um, yeah, but that's the whole thing. And I fucking... I love that phrase. That's a fascinating, fascinating point there now you brought up, Mr. Donald. Well, I like to... Edu- education is key, Fergal, and every day is a school day. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So, like, that's... that. that it's, it's just, look, it's it's one of those phrases that everyone gets, but no one from abroad would ever get, like... like can you imagine saying that to someone from Poland or can you imagine saying it to someone from the States and just like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Like, you know, <laughs> look, are these lads having a stroke? This isn't even English. This isn't even pigeon English. It's just nonsensical words. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's basically that. That's a, uh, that's it. I think, I think, I think we hit the nail on that. It's just fucking Irish people being quirky as usual. Huh? <laughs> Give us our next one, Donald. Okay. Like, and this is probably something that I say in every episode, and I probably say it a little bit too much, and I probably overuse this word a lot. But it's all about the crack. C-R-A-I-C, the crack. It's the fun, the banter, the shits and giggles, the absolute whirlwind of a time you had a night out or a night in or anywhere to do where you had fun. It's it's one of those words that I say probably 50,000 times a day, easily. I, I would agree. <laughs> Fergal, what's the crack? If ever there's a man to overuse that word, I think it's you, Donald. Yeah, I know, but I just, I'm just i just a huge appreciator of the crack. It's not even a word. I'm a huge fan of the crack. I'm a huge enthusiast of the crack. Um, it's just, I, I just think, I, I just think it's, it's, it simplifies, like, basically, it can roll a lot of things into one. And just it's just, sure did you have the crack what's the crack there's so many questions you can ask about it but probably don't go around looking for crack if you're in america because that'll be a that'll be a complete different conversation you'll be having yeah. <laughs> i love the way you put that there donald just again it comes back to irish tones and how you use it in a sentence yeah you can do it to condone some misbehavior sure why did you do that ah, sure for the crack yeah and like how are you doing any crack with you yeah 100% and like the crack was 90 do you like that phrase oh sure the crack was 90 I don't you yeah, yeah I suppose yeah. I do use it every do, now and again do you, yeah, do you understand why that the crack was 90 no go on Donald I'm sure you have another story here for <laughs> story time okay. with Donald go on Donald lay it on us in the 1970s okay Ireland wasn't being permitted to join the European Union unless it had a Garda force a police force a police division okay and at the time the crack in Ireland was rated at 100 but well, since the garage came in, the crack was demoted down to 90. It was taking away 10 points. So ever since then, the crack is 90. <laughs> I thought you were giving us a real story there. No, but that is a real story. But the crack was now 90 ever since then. Like It's above Scotland, who's on 85, and above England, who's on 32. So, um, or, or 66. The last time they won something, hopefully the last time they'll ever win anything. So, um... <laughs> oh, Donald, can I ask you a question, right, on that England thing while you touched on it? Would you rather be right and have England win... Or would you rather be wrong and have England not win the Euros? See, Fergal, if England win the Euros, they're never going to shut up about it. We're never going to hear the end of it. It will have come home. They're only half an hour away in the plane. It could be the end of all things, end of civilization on earth. (laughs) 
so I'd have to say that I think I'd like to be wrong, but yeah, I think I prefer to be wrong than having to deal with that in the papers. Yeah, and, yeah, that's yeah, fair enough. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, my my Irish blood is beating through my heart there now, just thinking about it. Like, but uh, um, yeah. Look, I, I would, I, I, Josh, I actually wouldn't care if they won. <laughs> are you trying to do a bit of reverse psychology there or something like that are you look the worst thing I as a United supporter the worst thing I could have ever experienced was Liverpool winning the Premier League yeah that's fair that's a very valid point it, oh it's just this wouldn't hurt as much as that well at least it kind of set us up for, for, for dealing with this like over the next few, what few decades I suppose um, yeah <laughs> well hopefully like if they had success at this and then absolutely bombed out of the World Cup it'd kind of be worth it yeah 100% 100% but anyway we went off topic there next point our unnatural love for Tato sandwiches. Oh my God. God bless Tato sandwiches. They're like, what? The perfect snack. Would you agree with that? I would not argue with you on that statement. No, no. Like, I, like there was one thing, I think we brought it up before, but um, to put, to bring the night into full swing on, on our wedding night, okay, we got Tato sandwiches and we laid them out for our guests. And I, I've never seen people flock to a table as quickly as they had. It was just, it just seems to be, it just seems to be one of those things that's just, um, I don't know, it's just soul food really, isn't it? Just the salty, tato, crunchy just goes with the alcohol so exceptionally well. Yeah, yeah, it's just glorious. If you haven't had a tato sandwich, and it has to be tato, it can't be... Well, actually, could you get away with hunky dories? Look, you, you could have several tatoes in there. You Wouldn't be mad in a Walker's one? No. i do a hunky dories one, but... Yeah, and hunky dories... Gun to my head, it has to be tato. Yeah, well, hunky dories are made by tato, so you kind of get away with it that way, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, okay, safe enough. Um, glorious food, an absolute... Um, uh, what would you call it? Uh, delicacy throughout the nation of Ireland. So, speaking about... Was it, was it you that said that you didn't put butter in your tato sandwich? I don't want to bring this up again, Perlup. <laughs> yeah, just, just to make sure I'm... I, I, sure I, I, I'm got a, I got a severe amount of abuse about that, and thank you for reminding the general populace about it. <laughs> but um, moving swiftly on, as they say, uh, the largest annual festival to be held in Europe, outdoor festival even, is about farmers plowing a field. Is that an accurate statistic? It is. It is the largest outdoor festival in Europe, bar none. It's ridiculous. Like it's like the ploughing championships are a staple in Irish society. I've never been, basically because I have the softest hands in the country and I will wear that badge of honour till I die. Have you ever been? I've never been. No, no, no. I don't think I do. I don't think April has been trying to coax me into going because you know she's from the sticks. Yeah. Like she she I'll go someday because it's not all about the plowing. Plowing, obviously, like you get a good deal there when you go there as well. Like you know, some some things might fall off the back of the lorry and end up being on sale and fucking in the plowing. But um, <laughs> what actually what actually happens? I've never heard of anyone that went and watched the plowing. No, like I say, nowadays it's it, obviously traditionally it was a huge part of it, but now it's more about going for the crack essentially <laughs> and, and the deals and the stalls and stuff like that. Like they do obviously do still plow and stuff like that, and there are many variations of. It's just crazy when you think of all these festivals like Glastonbury and what Oxygen and what Electric Picnic, Electric, like obviously and look, they're just Irish ones, but like Glastonbury, obviously the UK, but festivals throughout Europe and stuff like that, like and then you just have farmers plowing the field, like it's been the largest one and most visited one, like so it's just fucking it's a madness. I think like a quarter of the population ends up going to it, like yeah, it's it's only on around October, done a week ago this year. Oh my god, live podcast from the plowing, it's on. live live it's live on. podcast from the plowing. We'll set up a stall there. Yeah, 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 100%. The armchair pilots will sell uh, scoundrel merchandise. 100, absolutely 100%. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, again, I, I don't know. We did this list together, and I'm getting ones that don't really apply to me. Why? Red lemonade. 
TK Red Lemonade. Right. Don't drink whiskey, so I don't really drink red lemonade. Well, for... Didn't really drink it much when I was younger either. I thought it suited you because of the red hair for you. Well, that's the, maybe my mother dyed my hair in red lemonade, and that's why it's this color. Yeah, well, it's, it's a golden shade of armor nowadays. You look lovely. Um, red lemonade. Did you not like red lemonade? I didn't mind it. I used to remember the small bottles you used to drink when we were younger. Yeah, turn- remember that really cheap brand. Yeah, tea- you used to do cola as well. Absolutely. Yeah, a bottle of Score is that what it was called? Um, I think that's on. I think that's on the money bottle of Score. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Harsons me. Just pure liquid sugar. Like it's um. What did they have to get rid of it because it was turned out there was some chemical in it that was actually very detrimental to a child's uh, growth or something like that? Like so. Uh, yeah, you can't get le- the only red lemonade you can get in Ireland. Or obviously, you can get a few different types, but you can't get that old school type of lemonade anymore. Like, you know, it's a, I can't remember, was it a, a coloring or a dye or something like that? Or was it the excessively high sugar content? Most likely. But, <laughs> but yeah, but like, it's, 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 look, it was one of those things. I, I drank bottles of it. Um, probably, uh, probably one of my sources of my future diabetes at some stage in my life. Look, it was glorious. It's a fantastic drink. Now, look, Fergal, next up on the list is the Irish goodbye. Just describe it to me. What do you think it is? It's, it's a bit of a Houdini act. <laughs> you couldn't have described it more perfectly. Yeah, like fucking what? You're there having your few pints in the night in a in a pub, and it's coming towards that time of the night, like you know, whether you're kind of flirting, we getting the next drink or not, or the next round or not, and you turn around, and that fucker who hasn't bought drinks all night is gone. You know, like <laughs> like um, Pat Brennan just dis- disappearing on a night out, uh, not saying a word, not saying a word. Good night, good luck, goodbye, farewell. Thank you very much for the evening. Uh, your housemate, Fergal. Be careful yeah. of him. He's a rascal. Oh, a rascal. And he's he's mad for that type of crack collection, huh? But what I will say in his defense now about Irish people, when Irish people are saying goodbye, you need to do it a half an hour in advance before you need to leave. <laughs> Why? It just takes so long to leave. Because you end up saying goodbye to everyone individually and you end up in other wormholes of conversations. Yeah. And then someone always tries to buy you a pint, surely. Like, you know, that's yeah. it. That's, yeah. yeah, it's it's... 100%. 100%. I love it. I lo- like he, as you, Houdini is the perfect way to describe that, Fergal. You're very creative. You're gorgeous as well. Thanks, though. You're gorgeous. Thanks, though. That's, cool. my, that's my input to the creativity section of the podcast. Absolutely. And I'm all here for it. Uh, our next one, back on food again, our love of the full Irish and why it's the best fry and why it's better than a full English or if there's any other full breakfasts out there. Yeah, I just think... Just I, Irish is the best. I think, it's, I think it's very easy to say it is the perfect breakfast. Like, it's, 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 it's comforting. I just, I love, when you go away in a hotel and you just see a full Irish on the menu, you're just like, yeah, yeah. sort, give me out the full Irish. Do you, do you add for any um, additions or anything like that? Like, or are you, uh, are you an old fashioned type of guy? Uh, I want eggs, I want bacon, I want sausage, I want pudding, and I want beans. Right. Do you ever? I, I always ask for an extra sausage because I'm a gluttonous fuck. Do you ever ask? I'd ask for the extra rasher. Egg. I'd be the rasher man. Yeah, you salty man, you. Yeah. It's um. Look, I don't think there's much to say. It's a ten out of ten breakfast. It always will be. It's the best meal you can possibly have, and the healthiest, um, according to some people. Absolutely, no one says <laughs> it's the healthiest. Well, Fergal, that's our breakfast. Moving on to the exact opposite end of the night, a lock-in, a lock-in in an Irish bar. It's like the curious thing that people kind of like scavenge on a night, like with binoculars trying to find out where can they get an extra drink after so after the pubs close or it's, it's closing up time, like, you know? And it, if you're one of those lucky people who managed to sneak into a pub for the after hours, you know, you're in for a good time of it. Uh, again, as someone who's worked in a bar, 
I can see the good side of them when you're at them, but by fucking Christ, when you're working for them, they're an absolute nightmare. Absolute nightmare, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm on board as you there. Like, the, the, the time that we had to spend there just standing behind the bar waiting for people to finish drinks and go home at six o'clock in the morning yeah. <laughs> is fucking painful. Unpleasant. Unpleasant. Yeah, did you have to clean up after them, which is the worst thing, like, you know? Yeah. You'd almost just join them and have a few pints yourself, like, you know? But when you're involved in them, the fucking crack is 90. The crack is 90. Not 100, because, you know, with the whole guards in the 1970s yeah. and stuff like that. That's just it. 90. 90 is the max. That's it. Uh, again, Ireland, a very small island. I think the longest car journey you could possibly do in Ireland at this age is like probably eight hours somewhere. Uh, the sheer quantity of Irish accents that are on this island. <laughs> oh, God. What is wrong with us? Uh, I once worked with a fellow from Cork. He told me before that he used to live with a girl from Donegal. Uh, he said, for the most part, as far as he knew, he she was quite nice. And he said they didn't have any issues with each other. But they just didn't talk to each other because they couldn't understand each other. <laughs> I thought that was a brilliant story. She was from Donegal, he was from Cork. And they were just they were at ease living with each other and just not communicating. Yeah, they, they liked each other from an aesthetic point of view. Like, you know, it was just, that was kind of the... The, the confines of their relationship like Joe but um, um, I just think it's a hilarious hurdle throughout the whole county of Ireland it's split up into ter- country even it's split up into 32 counties and each one of them has a different accent it's yeah. fucking crazy and it's not exactly like it's a big county or a country even why do I keep saying that um, yeah it's, it's, it's like what are the three most famous accents you think in this country well again once upon a time, I worked with a fella who said there's only three parts of the country. There's the Dublin, there's the con- there's Dublin, the country, and there's the north. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. So you're from one of the three areas. You're either from the country, you're from Dublin, or you're from the north. One hundred percent. That like the Dublin accent to me is just it's 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 like I like I don't have anything wrong. With, I don't, I honestly don't think there's anything wrong with people from Dublin, and I know there's that stereotype in Ireland, and there's a bit of all banter, you know, and stuff like that. But it just seems to be like it's just it's a slow pace, and it sounds like the speaker is going through some sort of emotional pain. Or getting sick into a toilet, you know, like that's that's what Dublin accent sound to me. It's like, ah, oh, boy, you know that type of thing. Like, you know, it's very long and drawn out. I have no idea what that noise is that you just it's made. Ah, like, oh, sorry, no, hold on, I'm terrible. I'm I'm absolutely terrible at accents. Um, ah, oh. <laughs> it's kind of like a giraffe. You're just making donkey noises yeah, at this stage. It's like a giraffe. Yeah, but don't just give me very quickly. Give me your three top accents in the country. Okay. Dublin is has to be one of the most notable ones, like you know. Um, Cork, like essentially, does a very look. Cork people just sound like aroused seals, you know. That's that's basically what I think it is. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's very like high pitched at the start and end of their sentences, like, and it's just it's just like kind of it's just whimsical and everything else to go along with it. It's it's very hard, but um, look, it's a glorious, glorious nation. The people Republic of Cork, after all, Limerick, Limerick. <laughs> It's just you've Dublin, Cork, and Limerick. They're your three. Yeah, like Limerick. What is it? You just sound very nasally. They like to talk through their nose. Like, how would you? How would you describe it? It's underrated, but like, it's weird. And then it's how it's delivered is kind of like fucking, uh, eh, <laughs> eh. Like it's like you can summarize it in one sound, like you know, eh. No, you're full of sound effects tonight. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not. My three are probably. I'd probably have Cork, Dublin, and probably Donegal as my other one. Yeah, Donegal. Look, look, sure. I don't even know where to start with that. Um. <laughs> it's na- is it nasally? Is it really nasally? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's basically that. It's like throughout the whole country, we're just a bunch of lunatics. Like I don't even know what our accent is, Fergal. What's the clear accent? 
Uh, I don't know, man. No, probably something to do with silage. Like you know, you you know a good strong West Clare accent when you hear it. Actually, it's a different world. It's a different world back yeah. there. Okay, there's there's different accents within the different accents. <laughs> Speaking of different worlds, Virgil, turf can essentially be used as currency in some parts of the country. Uh, no experience with turf. I only have really one experience. Never cut turf. Never really been out in a bog. No. My only experience has been when me and you went to the Gwail Talked and your mother pulled over for a second and you robbed a pile of tur- a, a chunk of turf off someone's turf pile. I I do I do not want to incriminate myself in any like lads. I know that they've been looking for that turf for about fourteen years now, and I just want to apologise here. I'm sorry that it has gone missing, but um, yeah, look, you have to love the smell of turf. Like it's just it's so earthy and it's it's it brings it's just it's just one does it's just one does things again, Fergal. It's just it's a glorious bit of Irish society, and unfortunately we're not allowed to burn it anymore. But I, I'm sure that I'm sure that a few people uh, are getting away with it. But like, yeah, I'd say there's still plenty <laughs> of people burning turf. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, if someone asks for a yolk, they're probably not talking about the yolk of an egg. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't imagine so. Uh, moving swiftly on. <laughs> well, it, to give an explanation to anyone, they're either asking one or two things. They're either asking you for drugs or they're asking you for anything general. Give me that yolk over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. What right? yolk? The, the knife. The knife. Give me the yolk. I don't know why my mind kind of went straight to the like, dangerous society side of things. Like, But um, yeah, give me out that yolk there, yeah. That's uh... it's that fucking yolk over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, look, this is kind of the same as we had in the first very first question. Sure you know yourself is basically a reply you can use for a question that you're never going to answer. Um, sure you know yourself. That's yeah. about that, yeah. Sure, sure. This is it. It's all the same thing, like you know. It's just kind yeah. of a mute to conversation. Get out, get out, get the fuck out of that type of thing. <laughs> it's bang on the money's on it yeah. again. Your tone of delivery and the manner you use it in is vital when you're using that phrase. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, different phrases for going out drinking. <laughs> Come here, Donald. Do you want to go out for a few points, or and you'd be like, "Oh, are we going out, out, or are we just going out?" Yeah, one hundred percent. What like out, out to me now is what like. Like you're on the session, you're going for a big yeah. night of it. You're staying till they throw you out. Yeah, and fucking, or until you've had too much. And if you're heading out, you're going out for a few pints. Like it's not going to be yeah. crazy or anything like that. Do you want to go for a few pints and watch the match? Yeah, and... but you can never use going out in society, like in Ireland, because going out means you're going drinking. Like you can never say, oh, "I'm just going out for a while." Like that doesn't happen in Ireland. I'm sure it happens all around the world. <laughs> It's, like it's one hundred percent going out for what? No, I'm going out. Yeah, are you drinking? What do you mean by am I drinking? I just told you I'm going out. <laughs> but are you going out? Out? Or are you going out? And and Fergal, while you're out getting a shift, all right? Do you know what getting? Everyone knows about uh-huh. getting the shift, huh? It's, it doesn't exactly mean that you're getting extra hours of work or anything like that. It means that you're you're getting the shift. You're kissing someone that night, like you know. No, I'm gonna take it down a wormhole. I didn't probably start using the word shift, I'd say, until late teens, early 20s. No, I think that... Well, what definitely wasn't early 20s. It was in my teen years, anyway. We used to say, have you ever met someone? Oh, yeah. Will you go meet her? <laughs> Will, my, at the discos, my friend wants to know if you'll meet them. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, what a quality line. Yeah, that's, that's once again, just the Irish awkwardness again. Like, you know, just kind of building up and just basically getting your friends to do everything else for you. <laughs> do, do you not have a big... A big uh, Story as to why we say that, no? Like the messages and the crack. No, um, no, Fergal. I'm sorry. I don't have anything to do with that, like, unfortunately. Um, look, I'm, it's I, just the way things work. It's just, look, I know I'm a fountain of information half the time, but at, at this stage, Fergal, you just have me flummoxed. <laughs> flummoxed. I know. I know. I'm like a walking to Taurus. 
going into an Irish household, you'll probably, if you're visiting someone like your granny, like an auntie, like a friend, and the mother's there, you're going to get offered either a cup of tea or something to eat. Yeah. Like, if you're not offered something going into the house, like, you just, you just wonder what the fuck happened. Like, did you hurt someone? Did you do something wrong? Did you do, did, like, oh, did someone piss in your tea this morning? Oh, you see, it's excused upon, if even that is upon. Yeah, yeah. Like, fucking, I, I, it's very rare now you walk into someone's house and you're not offered some sort of a biscuit or a cup of tea. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. pleasantry. Like, and, uh, I don't know, that, that, that surely happens around the world, does it? Have to, uh, yeah, I, I assume so. Yeah. yeah. Now nah, we're just we're just a very kind and generous bunch, aren't we? Yeah. That's <laughs> um, going to the bar for one drink, yeah, it essentially means you're not coming home for the whole weekend. Well, maybe not the whole weekend. But yeah, no, it's very yeah. rare you find someone. I'm just going down to have one. I'll be back in an hour. One drink doesn't no. exist in Ireland. It's just, no. it's just, it's it's one of those things that's just a fantasy. It's like Leitrim. It just doesn't exist. It's just uh, a. <laughs> So it's just it's just a thing that's just non-existent. Like it's impossible to go for one pint. I don't know anyone who's ever went for one pint. Oh, it's a tough going, man. Yeah, absolutely. I've done it. I've done it. But the law it was the law that was holding me back. I I, I don't believe you, Virgil. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm just going to call you out on your bullshit right now. That did never happened. If I'm ever in a situation where I went to a bar and I didn't have the car and I said I was only having one, that's not happening. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, it's back on me now, is it? It is. Right, this is this is now a common one. When I think this happens around the world though as well, but I think Irish are particularly bad for it. When you start a sentence with saying "I don't mean to offend anyone" or "no offense," you're probably going to offend someone. Yeah, yeah, you have an ulterior motive there, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of saying, "Oh, get out of jail free card," like just before you absolutely rip someone to shreds. And then they start giving you shit, and you're like, "Hey, hey, I said no offense." <laughs> Yeah, you, what are you doing, you dry shite? You can't be acting like this. I said the two magical words that gets me away with anything. Like, yeah. but basically, in theory, if you said that going in front of a judge, surely he'd be let you off the hook. Like, if you did anything said, incriminating or anything like that. I said no offense. I said, look, look, basically, sure, prove it, judge. Prove it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so another thing in Ireland that is kind of like this uh, telekinesis, telekinetic kind of thing that we have where... Basically, if you say a Father Ted quote in any conversation or circumstance, the other person automatically gets that it is a Father Ted quote. Like, sure, it doesn't need to be explained in any way or fashion. Or if you've forgotten it and they say, oh, it's a quote from Father Ted, there's no further questions asked. Yeah, no, no, it's just, it's just mute. It's just, it's, it's comedy gold. It's just, it's, 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 it's <laughs> we, we, we're very proud of our Father Ted. And uh, it's one of those things that we're just going to never, ever query a question about it because it's just... What is it, Fergal? It's a 10 out of 10 show. 10 out of 10. Yeah, it did win the most popular show, didn't it? Yeah, and all the girls, they have lovely bottoms. <laughs> and I hear, Father, you're a racist now. <laughs> that is my favourite one. <laughs> no, no, the milk float with Dougal is just the funniest thing in the history of mankind. Like, I, I can... Oh, when he wake... Take one. No, when he has the brick and the milk float, like, and he takes off the yeah. brick. And, oh, my Jesus Christ. I actually... Every time I see it, I keel over. I just think it's... Look, my own personal preference, but I think it's one of the funniest scenes of all time. Well, my thing about that episode is when he wakes up at the very end and he's like, those women were in the nip. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. Fantastic. Uh, in Ireland, it's a plight to say no to food or money, uh, even if you really want it. <laughs> you have to say no. You just have to say no. 
Yeah. Can't accept it on the first go. You have to say at least no twice. Yeah, it's just like... And then they're like, come on, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Don't tell your mother. Don't tell your mother. Yeah, it's, it's generally the grandmothers of society, isn't it? Like just like uh, trying to slip you an all fiver and a tenner or something like that into your poker just for the weekend. Um, my granny still does it to me nowadays. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. She, she's just a. Oh, I love that woman. But um, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things. Like it's just trying to like. Oh no, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that, but still have to hand out at the same time type of thing. Like you know. Yeah. Hmm. Next one, Dano. Um. It's probably the one thing that every Irish person talks about at least once a day. Probably 100 times a day. It's the weather. Like, oh, <laughs> I've had more conversations with people just about the weather and then just carry on about our daily business than anything else in this country growing up. It's madness. It's like we're obsessed with it. It goes back to all that stuff we said at the start about what what was the opening one? i sure you know yourself. Yeah. It's, it's... Or... Asking someone abroad what time is it where they are. Yeah, 100%. But what, can you, is there any key phrases, Fergal, about the weather that I use in every conversation when you're talking about it? Oh, sure, you'll hear, geez, there's a grand stretch in the evenings, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, just that's good drying weather outside there. Yeah. yeah. Or else, w- once you get past that summer solstice time, yeah. geez, it's all downhill from here. Yeah. It's pissing out of the heavens. Yeah. Yeah. There's always some reference to the weather in Ireland. Yeah. The sun is splitting the old rocks or... Like, it's Baltic, like, you know, and it might be fucking five degrees outside, like, you know, like, we're, yeah. we, like we tend to exaggerate a lot. So, uh, yeah, look, it's, 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 it's just common society. I don't think, like, every time you meet someone, you talk about the weather at least for a few seconds, if not basically an entire it conversation. Up, yeah, it just it comes, up. comes up. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm just obsessed. Uh, the last one, Donald. The last one of the list tonight. Uh, again, oh, Jesus. Because we've had, uh, recently we did, obviously, an episode on drinking. <laughs> How you can literally use any word in the English language to describe how drunk you were on a night out. <laughs> you give... I was off my trolley. I was in a hoop. I was in a jock. <laughs> Jeez, I wasn't myself. Oh, just think of a random word now. Um, oh, actually. I was bamboozled. Bamboozled. I was absolutely synced. I don't know. I was ab- oh, I was absolutely fireplace last night. <laughs> you can almost show I was absolutely trampolined last night. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's one of those that you can. It's, it's look, I don't know why we say it. It's like, it's almost like we have a secret shame of getting drunk, and we don't want to tell anyone. And we're, we're trying to cover it up by saying some other story or some other scoundrel all behavior. Like you know, it's a, uh, it's 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 oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. But then every now and again, you get someone that goes, "Oh, Jesus, how was last night?" Jesus, I was very drunk. And then someone's like, oh, "You must have been very drunk if you're saying you were drunk." <laughs> You must have been completely rolled off altogether. Uh, yeah, you, there's another one. Yeah. Oh, you know. Last name's a write off. You know what my favorite one is? It was um back in college. It was like I was absolutely transmonglified. Transmonglified. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Years. Ball bagged. Ball bagged. Oh my god. God, we're a bunch of gobshites, really, aren't we? We really are at heart, Tom. Yeah. Alright, well guys, that's our list that we had to go through. Dono is definitely going to have a poll up. Uh, if we miss something, if you're Irish and you miss something, or if you're from another nationality or another culture that you tend to do that other countries probably don't, let us know. Uh, of course, do like, comment and subscribe on our YouTube channel. It really does help us out. Obviously, hit up the socials you'll see scattered around the video and on the description in the Spotify, hopefully. But other than that, guys, from me this week, thank you very much. Goodbye. You're, once again, you're a beautiful bunch of scoundrels. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great evening. Bye.